Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live. I'm Joe Braswell. Today we talk about Airbnb's fight against discrimination and the iPhone 7 is out. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. Um, I'm Joe Braswell, the show we break down nerd culture and uh, tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. As I said, I'm Joe Braswell. Uh, I'm here solo again for the second week in a row, but probably the last week I'll be solo. Um, my partner in crime, Achilles Shine, has got some business he's been doing for the last couple of weeks, but we will be together again, reunited and it feels so good uh, by next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, a lot of big news. Big news for me, personally. I wish Akili was here so we can have this conversation and debate because Apple is, is dropped some new products. They, they, they had their big announcement, and they, they talked about the watch. They talked about the iPhone, new iPhone 7. Uh, there's some games coming. There, there's, there, they actually even have a new product, an actual new product product in their new uh, earbuds, which we'll talk about in a second here. But, uh, you know, I'm a big fool, big sucker for Apple. So I'm very, very excited. Uh, I was very excited to hear all, all of this news, as always. I guess the first thing is, something Keely and I debate all the time is, are these even relevant anymore? I mean, are the are the big Apple sort of, uh, you know, uh, giant un- reveals, uh, are they even relevant or it seems like they tried to make them event worthy and they get covered they still get covered you know by by everyone mainstream media and tech media and everything else but you know in a world where the the cell phone and the smartphone is ubiquitous and we talked about last week how cell phone two weeks ago how cell phone um smartphone sales have flattened and you know smartphones aren't on the rise as they used to be is this such a big deal? I mean, and can, can Apple keep doing this? Um, I think it's a really incredible uh, marketing magic trick that they've pulled. They've pulled. I mean, thanks, thanks to Steve Jobs for this, but this notion of having these giant sort of uh, event reveals and, and and making the world tune into what Apple has to say is pretty pretty remarkable. Um, I don't know the data on in terms of uh, you know how much these things are covered or how much they're watched or how much the impact has nowadays versus the, versus the old days, it'd be interesting to see if they've actually declined or flattened or increased, but they still do them. So this one started out with Tim Cook, uh, CEO. They did a little something different. They did a sketch, <laughs> a, little, a little sketch. Uh, they uh, incorporated everyone's favorite Brit, uh, Mr. James Corden, to do his carpool karaoke, uh, and he you know, picked up Tim Cook and took him to the uh, took him to the keynote with Pharrell in the back seat, and they all sang and they wore funny glasses. And it was quite funny, as it's charming as it always is. Uh, it's a good opportunity to see Tim Cook sort of you know get out of his shell a little bit. Could you imagine in a billion years uh, Steve Jobs doing a carpool karaoke? Like in one billion years, I don't think I can I can I can I can picture that. But uh, so they did that, and I think it worked pretty well. And this is, of course, to commemorate the fact that Apple Music is going to have acquired uh, a version of Car- Carpool Karaoke that they will be airing on Apple Music. So, um, and not starring James Corden, but it's you know owned by James Corden and created by James Corden. Uh, so that that's interesting as well. So, listen, let's get into it. They 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 did a lot. 
Um, one of the first things they talked about was the new Apple Watch, the much maligned Apple Watch, which I historically was on record a year ago saying, this is going to be the best thing ever. I'm buying three the first day. And Achille was like, no, this is going to suck. Achille was right. Uh, sales were lackluster. The product had a lot of complaints. Um, it didn't quite fulfill the promise that you know we wanted it to. And a lot of us, including me, just kind of stayed with the Fitbit. Um, the new, this new generation of Apple um, watches are definitely uh, a little cooler. The body itself is the same, um, but they've done something. They've done a few things. They've sort of dropped the price point a little bit, and they've added um, uh, water resistance, or you know, almost a waterproof, if you will. And it, it's good underwater um, for 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 a while there, which, which is which is which is really really great. Um, it'll take you down 50 meters, which is a long way to go. Uh, and uh, so you got waterproof. So they're really kicking it up for um, athletes and runners and swimmers. It really emphasis on swimmers and runners. Uh, Nike has a, has a version that's involved that sort of syncs with their Nike program, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it's uh, more shareable. It is sort of a better design. It has a built-in GPS these times. Um, and they're kind of just calling it Series 2. Um and 269 retail is, you know, not that bad, although the ceramic version is up to $1,200. So I think it's like, yeah, 1249 So uh, this is the thing with the Apple Watch is the range. It just seems like this is the, the issue with these. I don't, I think, I think people want the watch, but people want to pay 249 for the watch. I don't know that there's people out there that are going to pay $1,200 for the Apple Watch to be able to have some, some of the aesthetic features. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, they, they've done this before. They've. I don't think anything they had before was up to twelve forty nine. But it was. That's. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So uh, I will. I will say they did get me on this one. I am a little intrigued about the Apple Watch. I, I have to say, the Apple Watch. Uh, this version. <laughs> they may have me back. Uh, I would like to see how it goes, and if, if the reviews come back uh, decent, I may have to cop one. Achilles Shine. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, you know, moving on to the iPhone Seven. iPhone Seven was revealed. Now, look, nothing, nothing dramatically new about the body style and the shape uh, of the iPhone Seven. iPhone Seven is pretty much this exactly same size, a little thinner than um, the, the previous versions. Uh, the big thing about the iPhone Seven, they do have some some major enhancements here. Uh, the big thing is they've made it water resistant. Now it's different from waterproof. But it's water and dust resistance. The, the iPhones, the last nine years, have been notorious for uh, water damage and dust damage. And, and they're pretty good about replacing certain things, but the water damage and the dust damage are, are terrible. And uh, it's because it's, you know, you've got a lot of exposed parts. you got exposed parts for the speakers. Uh, air has to get in there. you got exposed parts for, uh, the obviously, the headphone jack. So it's... Uh, it's, a, it's been a tricky thing. So what they've done is they've able to figure out how to make this thing water resistant, which I think is a wonderful, wonderful smart move for them. Uh, one of the things that they've done, which we may or may not like, and we'll see how this goes, and Apple seems to be on the on the cutting edge of the way things are going, but they've got rid of the headphone jack. Um, they've made this a completely wireless phone, which makes sense on paper, but is very, very difficult to achieve... Um, the sort of the clarity you want and need and the reliability you need out of out of out of a jack versus um, something you have to charge and something that's wireless. But Apple seems to be very confident that they've got something here. Um, 
uh, there's been kind of a lot of complaints of, you know, more. I mean, people have already got headphones, like piles of headphones in drawers. Now they're going to have you know, uh, these wireless headphones. Also, the price point of these things are $169 each. Uh, they've got some higher end Beats ones that are even even higher. They've got some some ones that you can work out in that are that are, that are not cheap either. So and they do have a lower end version of Beats that. It doesn't look as sexy, but they have that as well. Uh, consumers are like, now I got to go away from all these cords and go into, um, you know, having a bunch of chargers. I got to charge my phone. I got to charge my headphones. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, I, I, I'm, I just think in general, change is change is hard. So people don't really like to change, but I think that technology has to push forward. It just sort of has to push forward. And I do believe that. Um, the Apple Watch, I'm sorry, the, 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 the wireless way, way is the way to go. It's kind of the way we need to do it. I think what it took is this technology has been around for years, but it just took this long to be able to fi- to be able to standardize it and say, okay, consumers, this is the way we want to go. And Apple's known for doing that. We may not like it. We never like it when Apple changes shit. We never like it. But, you know, they're, they're 80, 80% of the time they've been spot on and, and sort of changing the way we, we, we do consumer electronics, which has changed the way we do life. I mean, look, look at the iPad and the iPhone itself and, and even the iMac and everything else. So I, I, I like this move. I like it. Um, They've also added a lightning cord adapter on the bottom. So if you do want to plug in your traditional headphones, you can get an adapter and plug them in there. Um, the question is, how do you charge your phone and then listen to your headphones at the same time? To do that, they have a $50 dock, which you have to buy and then plug it into a dock and then plug your headphones into that. None of that seems very cool, but, you know... Uh, change is a bumpy road, and I, I, I'm kind of all for it. Where they get you every time, though, it's one thing they say they're going to change all this stuff, but all this stuff costs money. 50 bucks for the docking station, 169 for the iPad phones, you know, the jack, which is going to come standard in every every package. But anyway, and they've also added a cool new color. Um, they've added the midnight, I think it's called midnight black, which is, which is very cool. Um, and they pumped up the memory. So before the highest memory was 128, like I have here, and I thought it was a baller with my 128. Well, they've doubled that up to 256, uh, which is very cool. Uh, so the highest end is 256, the medium is 128, and then the low is 64. So uh, Apple's recognizing that, you know, we are getting up to the point where we need, you know, a lot more gigs. Um, a lot more gigs. You remember the days when, when, when they had Apple had the two gig and the four gig and the eight gig, like that was it. Like this is what a difference 10 years makes or nine years make. Jeez. Now, I mean, I can even think, I can even imagine having the power of 128 gigs on my phone and then now 256 gigs on my phone. We're, we're, we're knocking on the door, uh, to 500 gigs into a terabyte. So we'll see. Um, it's also remarkable how they're able to just, continue to innovate and, and make these processors faster and smaller and this battery life longer and the storage uh, heavier. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, Apple doesn't get enough credit for the innovations they do on the tech side, but um, speaking of which, the battery life is plans to be, if you own an iPhone 6, the battery life will probably be double, double what you get performance-wise out of your out of your iPhone 6. If you own a 6S, probably 50% more, which is still pretty decent um and uh i you know i kind of like all this stuff this is the first time i really feel good about you know 
uh, all the apple. There's, there's something about these these products and what and what they've done here actually really genuinely feels like they're moving forward. The last couple of ones felt like, yeah, we changed some things around. We got a keynote. You know, it felt like they're like Apple put, putting a move on us. But this feels like they're doing something. They're they're doing something that moves forward. Um, also, last thing about this iPhone, um, they've got an amazing. Um, process run this thing which allows them to run some console style games so the new games coming out for iphone 7 it will be quite amazing so uh the demo showed this one game wizard of oz game where they can render you can watch and render uh like there's like 500 monkeys flying in the background and while you're playing the game i mean that's that's console level stuff so uh, that's also very very cool so we'll be looking forward to see what cool new games come out for your console because um yeah, it's a good place. All in all, I give this, you know, I'm going to, if I had to grade it, I, I, I give this like an A minus. I feel like, I feel good about all these products. Uh, Nintendo finally has a, finally has a, uh, an actual game, um, Mario version game coming exclusively to iPhone, which is something we've been begging for for years and years and years. So that's finally here. That should be pretty cool. So yeah, man, um, I, Apple. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very interested in buying all these products now because I and Akili are on the, I think we're on the S cycle, you know, I think because some people are in that. I mean, I, it's very, like you have to be, I don't know who you have to be to just flat out trading your phone every time there's a new phone and get a new phone. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, since I'm on the, um, since I'm on the S cycle, I probably will have to wait until the seven the 7s to come out but we'll see i'm going to talk to my apple dealer and see if i can just swap this thing out because i like i always like having new stuff anyway moving on um well before we move on i want to do want to talk about our friends at general assembly we talk about general assembly every week and it's really an amazing amazing school technology because if you are you know wanting to be in the business of tech or anything involving tech, business, data management, any of that stuff? Uh, General Assembly is a school that is awesome that we talk about all the time for you. Um, they're the largest, most respected company uh, around uh, worldwide. They have you can even do this thing online, or you can go in person to one of their beautiful campuses. Um, there's like over 350,000 people who have done this so far and and use it to propel their careers and get this great training. And uh, it's fantastic. And they have uh, over 2,500 companies worldwide who have uh, what hired the General Assembly graduates. And the thing about General Assembly, which we talk about all the time, is 99% of their graduates receive, you know, get a job or get something related, get a job in the career that they want within six months of starting a class. So literally, you go to a class online or one of their beautiful campuses and you take the course and six months later you are working in the field of your choice. I don't know what, where, there's not too many things you can say that about. So, uh, so check it out, man. Take control of your career now. Go to ga.co backslash geek. That's go.co backslash geek into the promo code geek for geek there tech. Save on your first class or workshop or event. That's ga.co slash geek code word geek. Um, so yeah, man, um, that's, that's, that that's, that's, uh, a general assembly is, is where it's at. Um, I want to move on. Oh, one thing I did mention about the iPhone is their, their camera. God, I'm going to iPhone, 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 but they've got these crazy, crazy new camera as well, which is like, um, 
you know, probably their most advanced camera yet. They've got dual lens technology. They've got, you know, you can zoom in on these. You can zoom in like no other on these things. I mean, you know, already, like Tim Cook mentioned this in their uh, Shot by iPhone campaign, the pictures you can take on the iPhone 6S and the 6S Plus are unreal. And supposedly, with the new iPhone 7, it's gonna, you're going to be able to do crazy things. I mean, it's, it's not quite... Uh, DSLR quality, but it's really, really close. Uh, 12 megapixel megapixel sensor. Um, It's got the new crazy advanced uh, flash, which will be able to do a a lot of things for you while you're rolling tape and also taking pictures. Um, I mean, it's really sort of changed what creatives are allowed to do, what they're able to do. So um, that's all. I just want to also get into that. Uh, I want to move on and talk about Airbnb. Um, you know, all of us, a lot of us use Airbnb. I use it all the time. I actually love it a lot. And it's one of those businesses that uh, didn't, it didn't seem like it could work on paper. You're inviting people into your homes. How do you regulate that? You know, what's going to happen? You know, um, uh, crazy billionaire investor uh, Chris Saka famously turned down an opportunity to be involved in Airbnb when he heard the pitch because he's like, this is ridiculous. People are going to get murdered in there and raped and it's terrible and it's a bad idea. Well, he was wrong um, as he was wrong about Instagram. He thought like, who wants to share pictures? Um, But, you know, he did get Twitter right and Uber right and a bunch of others right, so he's fine. Um, But Airbnb's done quite well and it's it's been able to thrive and it's had some issues in larger cities like New York and others, but like, it's been able to thrive. But one of the things... Uh, that keeps popping up, and I have to say, I think I've experienced this myself, is, you know, they really do nothing about discrimination. The thing about Airbnb is the only thing you have is reviews people write about you and your picture. And there's a lot of complaints from African Americans uh, and Latinos who feel as though they do not get rented a place because of the color of their skin. And there's been all kinds of weird sting operations where someone has, you know... uh, showed their real picture as an African-American and got turned down and then submitted a picture as same person as a white guy and got uh, <laughs> and approved. So, I mean, look, you can't do anything about human nature, but this is a business and this answers, asks really interesting questions about, you know, in, in the sort of shareable community uh, world where we're asking individuals to sort of, where one company like Airbnb is, is empowering a bunch of individuals like us to go out and uh, and uh, run these individual sort of you know businesses for um, individual businesses for the larger corporation, how do you regulate that? Same thing with Uber. Uber has now hundreds and hundreds of thousands of drivers in their employ all over the country and all over the world, um, and you know it's a it's a it's a lot of employees that are kind of like independent contractors, but employees at the time. So how do you monitor each and every driver and make sure that each and every driver is up to the standards of Uber? Same thing with Airbnb. Um, so uh, you know they they're they're trying to figure out how to deal with this racial discrimination things, and they've been sort of slow, slow to um, so to, slow to uh, react to it. And you know, and the the, the stats were there. I mean, there there's. Uh, there's 16% more often applicants being accepted um, than uh, black sounding names or black photos. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's just, it's right in line with what we think are normal sort of, uh, you know, 
prejudices are and discrimination rates are in this country, but uh, it's something that Airbnb as a company doesn't want to do anything about. So they've got this disclaimer on their things now. If you're a renter, uh, they have this, that, that disclaimer that, that says something to the effect that we believe no matter who you are, where you're from, or where you travel, you, you should be able to be among the Airbnb community. By joining this community, you, co- you commit to treat fellow members of this community, regardless of race, religion, national origin, disability, sex, gender, identity, sexual orientation, or age with respect, without judgment or bias. That's a well-crafted statement. Will that stop you as a renter from from discriminating against, uh, you know, uh, you know, disabled people or or, or gay people or, 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 or pe- people of color? Who knows? But at least they're, they're trying to do something to address it, which, you know, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, another thing here with Airbnb as well, there's a story about sort of uh, the sponsored posts um, that, 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 that are happening uh, with, with, with people like Beyonce and, 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 and Gwyneth Paltrow and, and uh, you know, um, it's, it's, it's tricky because people want to know, I think consumers want to know if the, if, the, if, if the participants are being compensated to, now we all know, Duff. If, if if someone like Gwyneth Paltrow is shop, you know, is uh, shouting out Airbnb, you know, thank you for the lovely birthday home um, in Turks and Caicos. Like, you got to you got to think that Airbnb is hooking her up. And I don't. I guess the question is, how much of that is, uh, you know, is that supposed to is that supposed to make us as consumers want to go to Airbnb or is that going to turn us off because we feel like that these celebrities we love are big upping Airbnb, but we know that Airbnb is giving them that for free. So how, how does this work? I guess it just speaks to what we already deal with in, in consumer branding, but and there's something about doing these things online and having these things being posted where there's a certain honesty or a certain level of, uh, that the certain level of honesty we expect from, you know, Instagram and Twitter and all those other things. And I don't know. It's, it's interesting. There's a bit of a backlash from the, from the Beyonce's and Gwyn- Gwyneth Paltrow. And then latest is Kim Kardashian, who has this gigantic five-bedroom, six-bathroom penthouse that rents for about $10,000 a night. And uh, she, Kim Kardashian was like, thank you for the gift, Airbnb. And so, I don't know. I mean, Kim Kardashian can afford $10,000 a night. It's the age-old thing of the more money you have, the higher your celebrity, the less you pay for. Uh, it just is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I know it comes with territory. Anyway, interesting. Um, next, I want to move on to the story about uh, Dustin Motzkowitz, um, who is a co-founder. The, the, not much talked about. You know, people don't talk about Dustin that much. But uh, he's he's a co-founder of Facebook, and he's he's out there, and he's doing his thing, and he's got a lot of money, and he's recently in the news for uh, pledging $20 million to help defeat billionaire Donald Trump. Um, and, you know, he, it's, it's a huge donation to the Democratic uh, Party. Uh, you know, look, you know, Bill Maher made news when he donated a million dollars to Obama just to show that, you know, um, just talk about the money in campaigns and also show his support. But $20 million to defeat Donald Trump, uh, you know, on, on a um, website called Compelled to Act, uh, you know. He's the the biggest com- campaign donation Moskowitz has made to date was fifty two hundred dollars in two thousand three, so that's a big jump from fifty two hundred dollars to twenty million. So you must feel very strongly about this. I'm just laughing because 
I, people don't know about Moskowitz, and he's in the cut. He's a co-founder of uh, of uh, ISIS, and he's got a shitload of money. So good for him. Um, next, uh, I want to talk about Ford, but before I do that, I want to talk about our pals at DraftKings. Football season's here. It started today. Actually, started Thursday, uh, and I started my fantasy league. I also started my DraftKings um, games as well. DraftKings is great because uh, you can share in a hundred thousand dollars. Um, in DraftKings free uh, in DraftKings money um, this weekend. DraftKings is hosting a free contest this weekend for a hundred thousand dollars in total prize up for grabs. DraftKings is the the destination for fantasy football. Again, you don't have to have these these season long commitments. You can just go for one week at a time. Pick your team, play against individual, play against a bunch of people, draft your players, and you go live. Uh, there's also fifty fifty contests where. The top half of all entries win cash. So there's all kinds of ways to win in DraftKings. Here's what you do. You go to DraftKings.com. Now use promo code GEEK to play for free in this week's $100,000 fantasy contest. The contest is 100% free. There's no reason not to play. Again, that's promo code GEEK to play for free and your share of hundred grand this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may reply. See the website for details. Use that promo code GEEK. Uh, so... Ford is the latest company to sort of join this idea. They, they joined Gen- General Motors a while back, made news by by buying into uh, Lyft, or you know, um, and you know, it's putting a hundred million dollars, wait, uh, five hundred million dollars in Lyft. Uh, hopefully, get, helping to get their fleet of autonomous cars out there. Uh, these, what you see is with the proliferation of Lyft and Uber, the giant car companies are like, well, if these cars are all out there, how about we drop all of our cars? What if all Lyft cars were GM cars? That that that's something to be said and help to help us sell these cars. Plus, help us get our autonomous vehicles out there. Well, Ford has acquired a, a company called Chariot. They're based in San Francisco, kind of a, kind of an on-demand shuttle, somewhere between a taxi cab and Uber. Uh, but but they same thing. It's a very popular shuttle for all the people who go back and forth you know, all around the Bay Area who go from San Francisco down to Silicon Valley and back. Uh, it's it, it got a lot, and what they wanted to do is uh, get involved. And so right now, Chariot operates 100 Ford sh- shuttles, and uh, basically Ford said, let's buy it. Let's, let's, let's buy into it. So they bought it, and, and so it's interesting. So now you'll have Chariot will always be Ford, and I think it's an interesting move instead of a, a trend um, that's happening uh, with all these sort of car services that the the the, the uh, car companies want to get involved. Um, let's see. Last couple of things, really quick, quick hits. Uh, this is a cool story about a kid who held up uh, a sign uh, during ESPN Game Day, uh, College Game Day. He has his Vimeo ID on the sign. It said, "Hi, mom. Send beer money," and it has Vimeo uh, ID on there. Well, it's a very cool idea because he's on national television. And he's showing his. His, his Vimeo sign, and it actually worked. Uh, I don't know if his mom sent him any money, but uh, Vimeo sent him 50 bucks, which is great, and he got over 2,000 uh, pledges from money just for, <laughs> for saying, hi, mom, send beer money. So people thought that was funny and sent him beer money now. There's no, uh, there's no minimum amount on Vimeo, so a lot of people were sending him one cent, but he did get a lot larger donations in hell, you know? Uh what do you do? I mean, 2,000 users. I mean, he, he, I'm sure he got a lot of money. I mean, that was a really cool thing. Um, I'm going to wait for Achilles on this one because I wanted to talk about Atlanta, uh, the new uh, FX show uh, with uh, with uh, star- starring uh, the childish Gambino himself. Um, and 
it's it is a remarkable show, and I really want to talk about it. Uh, but I will I will save that because I want to have a discussion with Achilles on that one because uh, I thought that I want I want to hear his takes on that too. Uh, but if you don't, but but if you don't haven't checked out Atlanta, uh, it's Corey Glover, and it is on FX. I think it's nine o'clock or ten o'clock on FX episode. Two, which is technically episode three because it, the the first week was two episodes, is airing on Tuesday. Please watch this show; it is really, really, really great. Um, last couple things: Friday Twenty Nine Fashion Week this last week, big thing. We're Friday Twenty Nine. Um, the, the, the interactive agency did a giant installation, eight hundred thousand square foot thing in Bushwick and in, in, in Brooklyn, and they got the eight hundred thousand, sorry, eighty thousand square foot. Uh, they got they got all these sort of folks, uh, big brands uh, like you know Ford and Michael Kors and and the show Broad Broad City, Abby Jacobson from Broad City, uh, Lady Gaga. Hillary Clinton Foundation all have these rooms, these themed rooms, talking about like a lot of the themes that they talk about in on, on the site. So whether it's body positive image or or green cars or voting, and is this sort of really giant experiential kind of funhouse, uh, which I think is very cool. You know, think you don't think is Fashion Week is having, you know, uh, some goofy, fun, gimmicky things like that, but this was sort of like a giant. I guess it's like in, you can call it an art installation in one way, but you can also call it kind of a weird funhouse. There's a lot of interactive things like listening rooms and giant balls that you can, you know, swim around in, and uh, it's really cool. So I, I, that's, I thought that was fun. And last but not least, uh, we've talked about Oculus Rift a lot. Well, the uh, and, and and the VR experience. Well, um, virtual reality filmmakers. She got uh, a, an Emmy at the at the uh, Creative Arts Emmys for the VR experience Henry, you know, which was directed by a Pixar veteran Romero Lopez, and it's really really cool. And it not only got nominated, but I think it won on on, on the Creative Arts Emmy. And it's a fr- second one because the Sleepy Hollow VR experience uh, was got an Emmy as well. But this kind of shows that you know we're really pushing the world of VR into out of like. A experiential sort of fun fun house, if you will, to an art form that needs that you can use for active storytelling. So, uh, you know, animation is a fir- good place to start. Gaming is another place to start. But we'll see where this goes, how this will go into traditional filmmaking, traditional television, traditional narrative. Um, but something to keep our eye on. So that's it. Wow, that's all I got. Um, that's a lot. Thank you for joining me on my solo run of Geek Nerd Tech. I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter and Instagram. And also check me out at uh, JK Braz on Snapchat. I'm snapping away. Uh, For Keely Shine, this is Joe Braswell. We'll see you next week. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire VHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.